The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Work it, make it, do it. Makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Now, 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 that, that don't kill me can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now. Cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much longer. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on ya. Bam! You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And I'm happy to be here today with you. I just want to give a shout-out to Chuck Foreman. Spin it with Chuck Foreman, of course, uh, was his first show today. And uh, anytime we can get a running back like that onto the network to bring his opinion to you, uh, all you fans out there who want to listen, uh, one of the best to ever play the game, spin it with Chuck Foreman. As your host, uh, again, I want to take this time to welcome Chuck to Voice America Sports. Uh, Boy, I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, and it does matter because the Arizona Cardinals uh, will not have a bye this week. they got to play some football. There was some football being played last night by uh, one of Kurt Warner's foes, and that is another person who is definitely going to be into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and that was Brett Favre and Brett Favre. I know that I, this is a game that's been in the makings for at least two years. Um, what some people felt would be a revenge game of which the Green Bay Packers would play the Minnesota Vikings. And Brett said himself that it was never about revenge. It was just about him wanting to uh, extend his playing career and uh, just wanted to play football. He loves to play football. That's the way he plays it. And I think he, without a doubt, no doubt in my mind, the past few weeks that we've seen Brett Favre play football, he has shown you that he has a passion for this game. And that burning desire has not left his body. Uh, certainly, he, his athletic talent ha- has not left his body either. Many times when you see players uh, who continue to hold on, and we, we've all in the sports world, we've talked about players that tend to hang on a little bit too long. Um, their talents also diminish and and it's very obvious to us that wow we hate to see them struggle like that now some people felt that way at the end of last season when we saw Brett Favre playing for the New York Jets and he started off very hot and all of a sudden he just went down now it has been revealed to us that Brett Favre was indeed injured and so therefore uh, the uh, diminishing of his skills were not necessarily that his skills had diminished except it was the fact that he was injured and he was hurt and we didn't know that and that team of course was fine for that but he was injured he was hurt shout out there to Rodney Rodney he was injured he was hurt didn't take anything to accelerate his recovery that's all a part of the game for those of you who don't know that there's some people out there who don't know that so they take these illegal substances to accelerate the recovery period of their body uh, so it puts them at an advantage instead of a disadvantage 
listen, folks, if you're going to play football, I've told you this before, football injuries is a part of the game. Yes, if somebody is hurt, the other team probably can take advantage of it. But that's why you got backups. You got to have backups. Last night, Jared Allen exposed the Green Bay Packers for having insufficient backups. If you're a pro football player and you're on that roster on any given Sunday, any down, one's career may end and another's career may start because of an injury. You put somebody in there, he better be able to protect your quarterback. Brett Favre was injured at the end of last year. He didn't want to end his career like that. It's all coming to the forefront now. It's all It should be surfacing to everybody now what the real issue about this man is. And I believe, just like I felt that, uh, you know, I feel, Donovan McNabb wants to do whatever he can to win a Super Bowl. I believe that Brett Favre wants to go out like John Elway did. John Elway rode out on his horse, man, as a Super Bowl champion. There's no better way to end it than to end it like that. You know, I give it to the bus. The bus went home to Detroit and end his career with a Super Bowl championship. You know, the bus stopped in Detroit. And I think what Brett wants to do is Brett, he wants to finish his career. He certainly doesn't want to tarnish his career. And, and the last memory that we have of him was what we saw last year at the end of the season with the Jets. Brett wants to end his career on a high note. And he would like for that high note to get as high as you possibly can and to win a Super Bowl. But certainly he wants to compete. Now, one thing I, I will commend Brett on, on saying is that, uh, you know, he wanted to earn the respect of his teammates. He, he felt that he didn't have anything to prove, but he wanted to earn his respect. And you heard me go back and forth about that, about, you know, well, Brett, you do have something to prove to these teammates of yours. And, and that is that you have to let them know that you still have it. You still want it because all these guys are incentivized by today's standards of a W or an L. And they want to get as many W's as they possibly can. And you've proved to them by your performance, not only last night, but all year long. Your, your entire, just your approach to football, your, your level of maturity. And, and you're going to enjoy that 4-0 club. Don't worry about it. 4 is a new 3-0. 5 is a new 4 You're going to enjoy that club. But, Brett, as a football player, I have watched you over the years, and, and I have watched the development. Uh, there are things that you did, as we all do. There are things we did when we were younger that we would not do as we got older, whether it be at work or whether it be in life, of which your work is a part of your life. And you have matured. So much so that you have given, uh, displayed how to a young person how one should play that quarterback position. Uh, it, it's you just need to be commended. I'm here to do that today. I think everybody's tooting their Brett Favre horn today. If you're not, there's one thing about this game. If you've ever played it, what you need to do when time uh, presents itself is to pay tribute and pay respect to those that deserve it. Brett Favre today deserves all the respect he possibly can get from anybody and everybody who has a microphone. The man gave you your money's worth. He, he gave America's money's worth. And I continue. This, is, this has been happening for the past few years that I've been on this mic and I've commended these players in such hard times where economically 
It is so unbalanced as to what they take home and what the average person who pays for a ticket pays, I mean, makes. These guys are certainly giving us the best they possibly can on the football field. Now, not every team has done that. Detroit turned their thing around after last year. Detroit didn't give us everything they had last year. There's no way you can give us everything you got and be prepared every single time you take the field and not win an NFL game in an NFL season. No, there were many of you that were unprepared last year. I don't have to call you out. You know who I'm talking about if, I can, if you can hear me, and you can hear me all over the world. So the Detroit Lions know that I, I speak the truth. There were a few guys that stepped on that field last year that were not prepared. Uh, man, I sure hope the quarterback gets better because there could possibly be a chance for you guys to win some games. But Brett Favre and the Green Bay Packers, they had their differences. He walked away from that, went to the Jets. Now up there in Minnesota, he's giving them everything he has to give. And I, I want to commend the Green Bay Packers. They did the best they could do. They, they did the best that they could do. Now, Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, Mr. Rodgers is not a happy camper. There comes a time where every now and then a, chance, a person gets a chance to compete against perhaps maybe someone who may have been their mentor or certainly someone who perhaps maybe was someone they competed against prior to and they didn't win. And you get a chance to go into arena and compete against them again. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You, you want to win. Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, there was more pressure on him last night. Because remember now, Brett Favre is already going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There was more pressure on Aaron Rodgers last night to prove to many people that indeed, the Green Bay Packers did the right thing by letting Brett Favre go and turning the offense over to him to lead that Green Bay Packer offense and team into the future. Now, let me say this. He, he did not win a football game. But in my mind, I, I will have to say that they didn't make a bad choice. Now, why do I say that? Well, because at certain times... A person needs to take the field in order to get better. And Aaron Rodgers needs to be on the field in order to get better. Aaron Rodgers needs to feel the pressure of playing in a high-pressure football game where all eyes are on you. And your, your career may or may not be assessed based upon how you perform in this particular game. And there was Brett Favre, one of the greatest quarterbacks, maybe statistically the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. After all, he owns just about every record that there possibly is that a quarterback could own. And you competed against him last night. You, you were not intimidated. I think that was part of what helped you was the fact that you knew Brett so well. And you knew how much. You had to give of yourself in order to win because you knew Brett was not going to give up. And Brett also knew that you were not going to give up. So the two of you went out last night and you earned your money. Nobody can say that Monday Night Football and the National Football League did not give us our money's worth last night. I want to thank you for that. Those of you out there on the, on the East Coast, I'm on the West Coast now. And I appreciate the fact that the games are come on a little bit earlier. 
But those of you on the West Coast last night, there was no need to go to bed last night. If you went to bed last night, you missed something. You truly missed something. And that was a damn good football game. And they're going to have to play each other again. Wow. Now, is the, is the monkey off of Brett's back or is the, is the monkey uh, off of Aaron Rodgers' back as it pertains to this series and this competition? I'm not really sure about that. Brett probably, you know, it's not again, it's not a competition directly with Mr. Rodgers. But, you know, Brett wants to go in there and, and win again. He certainly wants to go home and win. There's nothing like going home and playing football. Uh, you'd like to be home, your home, and playing for your hometown team. But if that doesn't happen, there's nothing like going to a stadium of which you have some affiliation with and playing in front of those fans and doing the best that you possibly can. I remember going into Cleveland Stadium, playing for the Browns, and, and then playing against the Browns. And you always want to do the best you possibly can when you're playing uh, in front of people that that get a chance to see you 365 days a year, whether they call you or, or whether they come visit you or whether they talk to you, but they'll be in your ear and remind you about that game. So, uh, Brett, man, that was a great game last night. Green Bay Packers, nah, you did the best you could, but the Minnesota Vikings today, last night, was your night. I think I got to take a break here pretty soon. I'm, uh, I hear a little bit of music. I've been doing this thing for a while. I know what I got to do. And you do, too. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. I'll be back after this break. And I'm sure you will, too. Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And I've given my shout-out. I've given my kudos. I've given my kudos out to Brett Favre, deservingly so. Uh, enjoy that birthday that's coming up, I believe, on Saturday. Brett, you forgot when it was. I certainly forgot as well, but you did mention that you thought your birthday was coming up uh, this Saturday, man. And uh, just happy for you. You know, I think, uh, you know, if a person wants to play this game of football, football is not a game where you take the field where you're unsure about it. Football's a game that you better want to play it. You better love it when you take that field. And uh, I'm just happy that Brett gets a chance to continue to play the game for as long as he wants to play uh, the game of football. And, uh, you know, I also feel good about the fact that, you know, he said that this game probably uh, took him as close as he possibly could get to feeling the way he did uh, when his dad passed away. And I remember I watched that that Monday night game, and uh, he had a great game, and he was having a lot of fun. And um, he's uh, he's having fun again. You know, that's one thing about football. There's sports. Uh, and, and we're going to have uh, a couple shows come up. Uh, my good friend Guy Troop from Troop 21. Uh, Guy owns a firm that deals a lot with uh, uh, human capital and uh, assisting players in their transition from uh, professional sports into, if you will, the, the real world. And that's a very difficult challenge for uh, a lot of young men. And uh, some people have to understand, at the age of 35 or 40, you're still young. You still have a lot of life to live. And, and in particular, if, you, if you've lived in this vacuum where everything is so protected and you really don't have any ideal. And I know because I've, I've been out of that vacuum for so long now uh, it's a different world on the outside than it is uh, when you're inside and of that protection of that shield of the NFL or the NBA or Major League Baseball. Uh, when you, There's some adjustments to be made in life once you step outside of that. And, uh, and Guy Troop uh, over at uh, Troop 21 uh, does a tremendous job. And again, this year, uh, Voice America Sports and Motivox, our parent company, of course, will be uh, participating with Guy down in Miami at the Player Network event. Uh, the Player Network event is an opportunity for uh, corporate America and current and former NFL players uh, to come together uh, in a facility of which there's a tremendous opportunity to network. If you're an entrepreneur as a current or retired player, you get an opportunity to showcase your products and your services. Uh, corporate America is there to offer franchise opportunities as well as uh, employment opportunities, and of course, uh, Voice America Sports is there to 
um, present an opportunity for you to hear our show live uh, from Miami, Florida this year. And there will be a number of players, I'm sure, that will be there uh, broadcasting their shows. Uh, Lemon Williams, I know, is going to be there. I'm sure Des Clark will be there. I'm sure Kwame Lassiter, uh, Damon Anderson will be there. Hopefully Chuck Foreman will get a chance to come down and be with us. Uh, but it, it's going to be a, a a great event. So, but guess what? Brett Favre was not ready to make that transition. And Brett is still having fun playing football. So, I uh, just want to again, man, I'm all over Brett. Okay, I'm gonna get off of that. Uh, let me move to to something else, and I'm just gonna touch on this a little bit. I I can't believe, but I did it. <laughs> you know, for the first time in a long time, I rooted for the Denver Broncos. And you know, when are those out there? Come on, step up, be a man. That's one thing about it. Show respect. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Josh McDaniels. Come on, when are we going to give Josh some credit? When are we going to give him some credit? The man knows what he's doing. And I'm going to share something with you, a little insight. Yeah, you know I got a little bit of inside scoop about Josh McDaniels. But before I go there, Tony Romo, the Dallas Cowboys. Now, again, I'm going to go back to something I said a few weeks ago about a comment that Tony Dorsett made. There is there are things of which one at that quarterback position, if you want to be great, certainly what you can't do. If you're in control of a game and your team is has a comfort level that you could possibly win this game, you can't be the one responsible for losing it. You can't do anything to lose a game. I don't care if it's throw an interception, if it's fumble, if it's make a bad read, if it's make a bad throw. The great, if you want to be identified as a great player, a great player makes great plays when it's needed of him or her at any time. You don't, nobody ever knows how it ever happens. But that's why they're considered great. That's what separates the great ones from the good ones. You have to be good to play in any professional sports. Once you reach that level, you're, they're all good. But then there's a reason why those people get to walk down those halls in my hometown of Canton, Ohio, and the Pro Football Hall of Fame because they are great. And when the game is on the line, the great players don't lose games. They contribute, and as a matter of fact, they do things that make you say, oh, damn. See, one of them hits. You ever heard of those kind of hits? I had one of those kind of hits. I'm talking about Tony Dorsett. I had an, oh, damn, hit on Tony Dorsett. But that's what great players do. They, they, they just create plays and make plays that if you were, to, if you were a screenplay writer, you couldn't write a script good enough. That would have a play that would happen the way this. You couldn't write it like that. These are things that you just don't write. You know, you know, when you see a script of a great movie, you know, you see football games and movies, you see basketball games and movies. Okay, people make great shots, but those great shots that they make are nothing like the reality of the kind of plays that a guy like Antonio Holmes made in the Super Bowl. You don't see those kind of plays being made in scripted movies. Because great players, they, these things just come, it's, it's inside of them. And they're just blessed with a talent and an ability to do something that is unimaginable. 
And that is something of which you just have to say, oh, damn. So the thing with Tony Romo is Tony Romo is he's on the other side of the oh, damn. <laughs> he's not creating these great. He, it's like, oh, damn, he fumbled. Oh, damn, he threw an interception. Tony, you got to reverse it, man. You know, and again, sometimes you got to look at players and you got to think about, okay, this is really something exceptionally special from the road of which this person traveled. And remember, it wasn't too long ago that this was an undrafted free agent. Maybe, again, we're asking too much of him too soon, too fast. If he's going to do it, maybe it's going to take a little bit of time down the road. But let me go on the other side because the, the Denver Broncos beat the Dallas Cowboys. And, and there's a young man who is the head coach over there, Josh McDaniel. And we got to give him his credit. We got to give him his due. And, and part of what's about to happen is he's about, remember I talked a little earlier in the show about perhaps maybe competing against somebody who may have been a mentor or somebody, you know, you competed against previously. Well, right now, Josh is about to, you know, be in the spotlight because he, too, is about to play a game against who some believe may be his mentor. But and I'm sure professionally he would say that that is his mentor. But this goes a little deep. You got to go back a couple years ago. And on this show, I had a gentleman in on this network by the name of Tom McDaniels, who is Josh's dad. Who was his high school coach at Camp McKinley? Camp McKinley Bulldogs. Yeah, that stadium is right there on the, on the campus of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's where Josh played his high school football. But you know what? Perhaps maybe some people may not realize why Josh made that whole decision about the quarterback thing. Do you know the makeup of this young man? Josh is a quarterback. Josh was a high school quarterback. So this is some it's not somebody who just woke up one day and, and, and started working with Tom Brady and, and he became a good quarterback. Josh, in his mind, I would believe this is just my own personal opinion here. Josh plays these games through these quarterbacks. See, these court, he puts these quarterbacks to do things that he just can't step out on the field and do. There are many professional football players that are of the opinion that sometimes it's a little hard for them to take direction from somebody who's never been on the field, even if it's at the high school level. If you've never strapped it up and you've never been hit so hard that somebody knocked the snot out of your nose and you had to reach over and just wipe it up and somebody says, oh, if it, that's never happened to you. If you've never been in a position where you woke up, yeah, I said it, you woke up and was wondering where the hell are you at? Sometimes it's just kind of hard. If you if you have if the if the most pain you've ever suffered is a toothache or a headache or somebody stepped on your toe, sometimes it's a little hard when you're trying to teach because that's what coaches do. They teach to teach a, a pro football player something to do or the way to carry out a play. Sometimes it's hard to do that. But Josh McDaniels has been a quarterback. That could be the reason why. Perhaps maybe. He was for him to let go of Cutler. Maybe it wasn't such a hard decision because he, he knows what he needs in a quarterback in order to be successful. And maybe Orton gives him what he needs because he knows he's not dependent upon somebody else. He is. The, he's the head coach and he knows what he has there. 
And he has a man there that pushes. And I, and I don't believe in that manage a football game. You play a football game. I told you guys, management's upstairs. Management ain't on the damn field. That's, don't, I'm, not gonna, I'm not saying that. You put the trust in somebody who's going to take care of the football and it's going to make sure that you win football games. And Josh McDaniels knows how to assess that person because he has played that position. And so I'm going to talk a little bit more about Josh on the other side of the break. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. I'll be right back. school to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree her, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. Shout out to my man, Dre. What's up, Dre? Yeah, you'll find out who Dre is one day because it's going to be a Dre day here at Voice America Sports. Andre Rising getting ready for his show. Shout out to you, Dre. I know you're somewhere out there listening, hopefully, and uh, getting ready for your show. Uh, let, let me get back to Josh McDaniels and Belichick. Uh they went through that thing about that quarterback. Now, here, here's the thing, and this is just, again, this is just my perspective. That's why I wanted 
to create such a show because I wanted to bring my perspective, you know, based upon my experience and who I may know, who I may not know. So you don't really, it's, just, it's always my perspective. It's my opinion. I sit on mine, you sit on yours. So I'm going to give you mine right now. Josh McDaniels, yes, Josh knows quarterbacks. So, so Josh, through this process of getting a head coaching job, and by the way, kudos to, to, to Belichick. It's my understanding that, you know, Belichick, you know, gave, you know, Josh a book. Uh, that contained all the information that's necessary for him to become a damn good coach, probably a Super Bowl coach. So he, he's got a black book. I remember when Andy Reid got hired uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I, I was told that Andy Reid uh, took a black book in with him in, in his interview process uh, to go over some things. Uh, that black book don't work all the time because I took a black book with me when I sat down and was interviewed uh, by Marty Schottenheimer for a job, and it didn't get me the job. I don't know what I did wrong, but it didn't get me the job. Shout out to you, Marty. The gleam. The gleam. There's a gleam, man. Let's get the gleam. Famous quote by Marty Schottenheimer. But let, this thing about Josh and Belichick is about to come to a head because they're about to compete with each other. But he gave him that. That book, it may have been a black book, might have been a brown book, white book, purple, green, but it contained some information. But there was also some things that he gave him that maybe he didn't purposely give it to him. But he certainly gave him many headaches early on in this young man's career as a head coach because he had to deal with many things that had nothing to do with his football, well, I guess it did have something to do with his football team. And that was because he inquired about a quarterback. Remember I told you Josh is a quarterback. His DNA is made up of a quarterback. He's a high school quarterback. Once you're a high school quarterback, you're a quarterback your whole life. I still think I could play quarterback. I was a quarterback my freshman year, and, and that was it. But let me say this. Josh had a lot of headaches in dealing with the fact that he inquired about somebody. Now, I'm not saying that Bill Belichick did this, but somebody – within the organizations of those two teams. They betrayed those men because those were two young men, mentor, mentee, trying to prepare one or both to, for this upcoming season. And so they had a conversation about a quarterback. Now, I'm sure that Belichick didn't reveal this information to the media. I'm sure Josh didn't reveal this information to the media. So there's a snitch within one of those organizations. And at some point in time, I'm sure they both want to sit down. If they haven't sat down, I'm, I'm sure they probably have. I don't know if the snitch has revealed itself, himself, herself, or whatever, but somebody has been a snitch. I mean, how would that feel? Here, here you are. This is your mentee. You're trying to help him become the best he possibly can be. And, 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 and he may be inquiring about a quarterback of which you don't really want a quarterback controversy up here uh, in New England. So you've got a quarterback who's got some value and you, you may want to move him. And so you, you're going to move him someplace where perhaps maybe, you know, maybe it's a problem. Maybe it's not a problem. If it's a problem, maybe it's, a, it's an AFC championship game, but not within the division. So, you, so, you, so you're having a conversation with your mentee. And all of a sudden it becomes... The story of the off season. And so what happens? Who, who, who becomes victimized by this? Josh. Because Josh is just following the pattern of which I'm sure it was revealed in, in that 
binder that he got that when at war, use all your weapons. So try to get the best players you possibly can on your team. And nobody is untouchable unless they've proven to be untouchable. And at that time, Josh was assessing every single person on that Denver Broncos roster. And you know what? The quarterback, it was his turn to be assessed. And going through that assessment, he thought about it. Hey, Bill, let's, let me give you a call. Hey, Bill, okay, Castle, you know him. I know him. Cutler, you don't know him. I don't know him. Let's go through this exercise. What do you think? You know? And then, okay, would you make him available to me? And I'm just a fly on the wall. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's what happened. So I, I, I'm assuming now that those people in the media, uh, besides myself, I'm a part of this media now, that's got to resurface because we want to we wanna know. Somebody tweet, hit me up. Hit me up on Twitter, uh, Facebook. Some, somebody tell me if you know who this snitch is. This snitch needs to reveal itself and say that, okay, I did. I, I'm going to take the blame for revealing to the media that Josh was inquiring about Castle because it got Cutler up in Chicago. All of a sudden, Orton's got a job, and hey, guess what, man? All is happy in the NFL right now because we got another great matchup because a snitch created something in the offseason of which became the headlines for the offseason story. Now, I'll tell you what, there was one person that Josh made sure that he didn't let go of. <laughs> and, and I'm going to tell you, when you look at Mar that wide receiver, he's got number 15, Marshall. Uh, you could, I saw him stand up next to Jamie Dukes in the offseason one time. This man is like a linebacker, and he's playing wide receiver. And if you saw the way him and Josh embraced each other, when he came off of that field, after he scored that touchdown, he made that play for the Denver Broncos to beat the Dallas Cowboys. That's another one of those things, again, that you don't teach that. He ran a pass pattern. He caught the ball. Once that happens, it's all on you. It's like now how much inside of you do you really want to score this touchdown or do you just want to take a knee and go down? Do you really want to be on Sports Center, or do you want somebody else to be on Sports Center? You want to be on Sports Center. I tell you what, Josh knows talent. He knows what he needs, you know. And and Brandon Marshall was somebody who, you know, Brandon supposedly wanted out of Denver. One thing that Josh McDaniels said is, I tell you what, there's one person that's not leaving Denver while I'm head coach this year. Brandon Marshall. I'm not trading. He wasn't trading him. Quarterback wants to go. Jay Cutler, you want to go? Okay. You can go. I used to be a quarterback. I know what I need in a quarterback. I got that. I still have that here. I've got that. I'm going to get it. If I don't have it, I'm going to get it. He was looking for it. But Brandon Marshall? Oh, no. No. No more Brandon Marshalls out here. You're not going anywhere. I'm holding on to you. Some people out there may think I don't know a thing about coaching. I've never been a head coach before. But I'm going to show you when the season starts how much of a head coach I am. I'm going to start off. I'm going to win some games that people thought that perhaps maybe I wouldn't win. And he's done that. But then not only that, this receiver that says he wants to go, no, he's not going. He's staying here. He's going to play for this team. And he's going to give me his best. And I'm going to give him my best. And, and you just don't, two people that don't click, you don't embrace each other. 
the way they embraced each other after that. They've had some heart-to-heart conversations. Josh just talked to that young man and said, listen, man, one thing that I know, you got to understand where I came from. I seen one of the greatest wide receivers to ever play the game in Randy, Randy Moss. No doubt about that. Tremendous talent. Probably said to him, you remind me a lot of Randy, with the exception of maybe A, B, or C. But you got some Randy Moss in you and the fact that you can be great. Randy, Randy will see his day, Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, he'll be there. You can be great. And he said that to Brandon. And, he, and I'm sure Brandon opened up. You know, this was a man that probably focused more on the positive than the negative of this young man. And he probably said the success of this team, there's two people, two very important factors to us being successful. One is me and the other is you. When somebody says something like that to you and you're a professional athlete and you always you, you have always wanted to be one of the best to ever play. Most of the time you want to be the best. And then when you have somebody who has coached some of the greatest players, Tom Brady's one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Randy Moss, one of the greatest players to ever play the game. And they throw you in that category and say, potentially you have the ability to do that. And guess what? I'm going to do everything I possibly can to make sure that that happens. I'm going to get the ball to you. I'm going to, need you to make some plays with your eyes, with your head, with your feet, with your hands. I'm going to need you to do that for me. But I can't get that accomplished if you're discouraged and you don't give me your best. And if you and I are at odds and I don't give you my best. But you're going to get the money you want and you're going to end up where you should be with all those great players if you just trust in me. So we're going to have a couple big days. And one of those big days, one of those big stages that are going to be set for them to prove to America, at least, that they're the best is coming up this week. So all that conversation about who was the person that leaked the story that we were trying to get rid of Jay Cutler. okay, the focus will be on you and that'll be the underlying story. But me and my man over here, Brandon Marshall, we're going to get together because this week. That's what we're going. That's what we're going to showcase. You're going to see how good of a receiver he is. That secondary that New England got, it's, it's going to be tested. That defense that that New England has up there, it's it's going to be tested, because Josh McDaniels is an offensive genius, and he wants to prove to the world that yeah, guess what? I had a little bit to do with those Super Bowl rings that everybody is sporting around that played on those teams of the New England Patriots. Yeah, I had a little bit to do with that. And let me show you just how much I had to do with that. But uh, I can't do it. Brandon, I need you. Come on with me, Brandon. Come on, make this happen. Let's show those New England Patriots fans. That, mm. So we got another Brett, too, if you will. Another, is it a revenge game? Uh, I don't think it's a revenge game. Just like Brett said, that wasn't about revenge. That was just about who I am and what I do. Josh, a quarterback coach who is now a head coach and a champion. The Denver Broncos, I can't believe it. Man, I said something about the Denver Broncos on the positive side. Okay, I'm going to say this too. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to come back and I'm going to finish. Listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. 
to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports all right you're listening to rail sports on the voice america network i'm in phoenix living like it matters this is the last segment of the show and uh so let me talk a little bit more about some, some football, if you will. And uh, there's some games coming up, and, and there were some games in the past. And, you know, I talked a little bit about some of those games in the past. And uh, there were a couple games. that uh, the, the New England game, you know, I, you know Baltimore, New England. I, you know, you got to feel for defensive players. For those of you out there who play ball, you know, you, you understand what the defensive players are saying. Listen, the game, we understand that people want to see all the excitement they possibly can. But you just can't compromise defensive players and it feels that they're more expendable than the offensive players are. 
Come on, the defender. We, we bring about excitement in this game too. respect our talent, our abilities and our bodies as well. You, you know, protect us as well. If you just want to play seven on seven, is the NFL moving to seven on seven? Where the quarterbacks wear the red jerseys or, you know, Rodney, you know, Rodney says skirts. OK, uh, come on, Rodney. You, you know, Rodney, that, you're going to be we're going to treat you like Rodney pretty soon because the comments that you're making sometimes. Oh, man, come on. If you were still on the team with Tom Brady, you wouldn't say that you know Tom Brady's wearing a skirt. Come on. You know you wouldn't say that. You want to be trying to protect your quarterback. But the fact of the matter is, listen, quarterbacks are men like Ray said. Ray Ray, shout out. Woo-woo. They're men. Let them play football. Everybody else get hit and get hurt. Uh, at Baltimore, New England, I, you know, I, I want to see a Baltimore, New England, too. Uh, the, the Jets in New Orleans, hey, young man. This is the National Football League. Don't expect that you're going to win them all, but this is just one game, Sanchez, one game, one game. I like you as a quarterback. USC, you know, shout out to Pete Carroll. Pete taught me a whole lot that I know. Pete, you, you're the one that taught us how to hit people in the face, and you can't do that anymore, Pete. So uh, what you taught the men back in the day, can't teach these guys today to do that. Uh, but certainly the Jets in New Orleans, wow. I, you know, that was supposed to be a good game, but you knew Drew Brees was going to do his thing, you know. So, uh, Green Bay, Minnesota, as I said, that game did not let us down, and I want to thank you for that. For so, let me look into you know my game of the week this week. Uh, there's five games that I I picked this week. You know, I, I'm gonna start off with you know because they're not all going to be real good this week. I hate to say that, but I don't know about all the games being good this week. And so, my top five, you know, I'm gonna start off with the Miami and the Jets. Uh, I think that's going to be a pretty damn good game. You know, of course, Sanchez is going to have to come back uh, and try to win a football game. Miami, Miami, you don't know, but Miami is moving the ball on the ground. You know, that wildcat or whatever they're doing, they're doing their things. And I like Ricky Williams. Shout out to Ricky Williams, you know. Um, you know, and and um, and those guys are just that wildcat formation. They're just using it and doing some, you know, good things. But Brown is doing a good job. They're doing some good things down there in Miami. And uh, I, I just... Wish Ted Ginn Jr. could step up. I've always, in my heart, I've always felt that Ted was a corner. He should have stayed on the defensive side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball, I just felt that he was a straight-line runner. He didn't run great routes and still hasn't learned to run great routes. So, Ted, they, they, they need you to step up, man. You, don't, you should not be in a rotation. You were a first-round draft pick. This should be your show. Go get it. I know your dad is right there with you. He wants you to go get that. You know you're from Cleveland, boy. Go get it. All right? All right, now I'm going to step up. That's number four, Cincinnati and Baltimore. Cincinnati and Baltimore might be, this might be back in the day kind of game. Ocho Cinco, let's go. Ray Ray coming at you, go over there, tap him on the head, make him feel good, and then sneak up on him. But this Cincinnati, Baltimore, I want to see one of them old games. I want to see one of them Cleveland, Cincinnati games. That's what this is. It's really Cleveland and Cincinnati. Come on with it. Make this a good game. Come on, the, you know, back in the day, Central Division. Come on, make this a good football game. Give the fans their money's worth. And I, you know, man, because I, I, I just like, I like Chad Uchocinco. I think he's probably one of the best receivers. If, if I closed my eyes and he was a receiver you gave me, I'd be happy. I, I feel I like him that much. But I love the Baltimore Ravens defense. Shout out to Ozzy. Man, okay, well, I, I'm not even going to pick them this week. I'm just going to tell you the good games I think. I the next next game is, is Indiana and Tennessee. Now, now here's the thing about it. Right now, you know, we, we, we're talking about Brett Favre, but come on, Peyton is hot. Peyton is red hot. 
it, Peyton is hotter than it is in the valley because it's not 100 again anymore. Peyton is hot. Now, Tennessee, I've said this. Jeff Fisher has been a, a, a good coach. But, Jeff, you know, you're the tender coach. You, you, you Come on, you got to win. And this year for you is not this. No, this is not what we expected from you. Not from the Tennessee Titans. No. So I'm going. I, you can't go against Peyton Manning. This may be one game I'm going to pick. I'm picking Peyton Manning. You, you can't go. Who would go against Peyton Manning? What, why? For who? For what? Why would I do that? So Tennessee, you, you, you man, you're in, you in trouble. So Indiana, come on, coach. Step up. Number two, now I think this is. I think this this could possibly be. It is. It's the number two game. It's the Atlanta Falcons and the San Francisco Forty ers That's going to be a good game. I I just like the game that the Forty ers are playing now because they're playing with a little bit more toughness. They're playing some Mike Singletary ball. Not every player is lined up playing it, but you, you Mike Singletary's team. If you want to see a good football game from now on, just watch the Forty ers I think they will give you a good effort every football game. Mike's not going to let his team take the field and not give you a good effort. Mike already told you. You can't play with it. Can't win with it. Don't want it. You know, so we know what we're going to get from a 49. And the Falcons, you know, hey, they ain't surprising people anymore. Now they're expected to win. So you're going out there to San Francisco, go out there and play a game. And the Falcons give you a good football game. I mean, come on. They're they're not the Atlanta Falcons of, of old. But the Atlanta Falcons, you know, for years have been competitors. They've been they've been doing some things. So uh, let, 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 let's see what happens out there when they go out there, because, uh, you know, that should be a pretty good football game. But but the number one football game that I picked this week is New England and Denver. No doubt about it. It's going to be New England and Denver. Um, they're going to have to do what they got to do to win the ball game. But both teams are going to have to do whatever they need to do in order to win. You know, New England has to go to Denver. Denver is one of the loudest places Ever to play a football game. They got to deal with that altitude and all that other stuff. You know, they got to deal with all the distractions, you know, that's going to be there. These people want to see the Denver Broncos go 5-0. and I think I think America wants to see Denver go 5-0. and I think for one time, you know, in terms of the underdog, you know, Denver's undefeated. You know, but they're going into New England. It's, it's the mentor against the mentee. And so... I guess on paper, everybody should say that Bill Belichick should win. So there's no, there's really no pressure on the Denver Broncos to win this game at all. There's no pressure for them to go 5-0. and There's no pressure at all. The only thing can come out of this, only good can come out of this game for the Denver Broncos as long as they play well. If they do not play well, because people want to see of the undefeated teams, you know, who's real and who's not. And I think the Denver Broncos are for real. My number one game. This week, my number one pick is going to be the Denver Broncos against the Patriots. And I'm going to go as far as saying that, and I can't believe I'm saying this again. Damn, two weeks in a row. The Denver Broncos. I'm rooting for the Denver Broncos. I can't believe I said that. I'm rooting for the Denver Broncos. The drive and the fumble wasn't enough. They just pumped me out. I'm rooting for the Denver Broncos. Wow. Okay, well, that's it. That's my time. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Don't even get pulled over in they new feed, the good life. Let's
nigga want a living spree Shit, they say the best things in life are free The good life, it feel like Atlanta It feel like LA, it feel like